Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. John, very often, now very often, we give advice, but we really are people that you should not listen to, I don't believe, very often. I think that we're not we're not experts at anything. No, we know nothing. And uh, yeah, we're listening to weird music. Although I was impressed, you knew who sings this song. Yeah, disturbed. You are clearly in radio. When does he go? That's what I wanted to hear. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been very I've been very sick. I've been very sick this week. Down with the sickness. Yeah, I have I have a flu I have flu like symptoms. Oh, that's a bad thing. I, it kind of went around our house for a while. I had it a couple weeks ago, but uh, I'm feeling good. Feeling uh, feeling uh, chipper. Yeah, I, I, it, I, yeah. Um, it kicked my ass, man. It just it just it came on like out of nowhere. So and, in the in the in the cycle of all this, where are you at? <clears throat> Let's see. So uh, it's Sunday night now. Wednesday night, I think it started coming on. I got congested, and then Thursday, I wasn't working on Thursday, and uh, it just—I just started feeling it. And then my body got weak, and everything. Like I just—and then come Thursday night, Friday, Friday morning, I went to work. Got up at like six thirty in the morning, and uh, I was done by like noon or one. I was shooting, uh, taking photographs at a law firm. And um, I, I went to sleep at 1 p.m., and I was pretty much in bed for 24 hours. Wow. And your voice? Like, I didn't sleep the entire 24 hours, but I probably slept for a good 16 hours. You were down, yeah. You, you Your voice sounds deeper. Did Now, while you were, uh, while you were on the, 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 you know, when you were down and out there, did you, did you binge watch TV, or were you just... No. Just, no, I no. was I just literally, like... I would lay in bed, and every now and again I would get a text or a, a WhatsApp message or whatever. Because apparently I'm European. I don't know why I communicate with. <laughs> I don't know with Irene who lives in Brooklyn. Sing- Singapore on WhatsApp. Yeah. So anyway, um, we both have phones. We can text. Although she has an Android, and I don't like texting her because I've got an iPhone, and if you go over 140 characters, it splits into two, and sometimes it goes out of order. You know. First world problems there, right? Yeah, it's really no. I mean, that's really it's like it's the worst <laughs> thing. It's honestly, it's the worst thing ever. My 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 daughter Zoe today was trying to complain to me about. Uh, she said she had trampoline foot. I was like, uh, uh, that's that's a first world problem right there. When you <laughs> get a kid that's going, man, I got trampoline foot. You you guys have a trampoline? No, uh, you know, and I thought this was the most batshit crazy uh, business plan that I'd ever heard a couple years ago when I heard this, we had this place in town that had, um, it was like a big indoor, they had a big indoor soccer arena and a bunch of, you know, sp- like indoor sports type things. And it's, right. you know, it's cold as fucking Iowa over the winter. So it's, to me, this place made, made good sense that they, they had this indoor facility. Uh, well, they took about um, uh, a good half of the place and they just chunked it off and put in these, you know, this massive uh, trampoline park thing. And mm-hmm. when they're when they're putting those trampolines, I thought you you, you guys are going to lose your ass on this. This is going to be the dumbest thing in the world. This this will not fucking work. And uh, like just like I said at the beginning of the show, we we are we sometimes give advice, and you should not listen to us. You should go the other <laughs> way because <laughs> this place is packed constantly. It's yeah, like, yeah, it's the coolest yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. What's the one they have? Uh, I don't know. They've got a few of them here. Like there's a, a national chain one. Uh, I forgot what they're called. Something yeah. fly. I don't uh, know. Yeah, I think we have that chain too. Now we have two of them. The guys that did the first one, they they they. Uh, I think they're doing really well because they they did it first here. But that chain thing, whatever it's called, I think that's here too as well. Yeah, I forgot they were on Undercover Boss. Oh, were they? Okay, that one. Yeah, yeah, they had a transgender male, female to male was working there. He cleaned up the. Uh, he was one responsible for cleaning up the tramapolines. Tramapolines. <laughs> Yeah, they never see the Simpsons episode. Trampoline, trampoline. It's the worst thing ever. And then the kids get hurt. Like it always sticks in my head because when my mom and dad, um, my mom and dad are members of Costco. Um, you know, yeah. first it was BJ's, then Costco, Price, whatever, Price Club, and Costco. you know, my mom 
yeah, my mom buys so much stuff that she didn't need, and I've been making fun of her since the eighties. Like, but I'm it's like, Costco. It's, it's you know you get the big you get the big version. Yeah, I, Costco, I know, but I'm I was a Costco. Like, mom, that's yeah. more peanut butter. Like that peanut butter is gonna last me all the way through high school. I don't I don't eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches anymore, mom. Yeah, I'm not yeah. in the first grade. I'm, There's some of that. I'm, I'm in high school. You, I eat terrible French bread pizza yeah. from yeah. with the Wu Tang Clan. That's why I went to school with the Wu Tang. <laughs> I just like, I just figured let me jam jam that in there right away. Um, I started. Yeah. I started following them on Twitter and uh, oh yeah, various members, you know, various iterations, <laughs> and uh, and uh, they they do uh, they they tweet a lot. They're they're pretty uh, they're pretty uh, tweet heavy people. There's a lot. Okay, of well, I guess I will uh, I will have to find my uh, eighth grade yearbook uh, with the three of them: uh, Raekwon the chef, that's um, or, that's no. Corey Woods, Corey Woods, <laughs> Jason Hunter, Inspected Deck, and uh, Clifford Smith, Method Man, and um, I and. Method Man and, and Deck signed my yearbook. They weren't those guys at that point. They were just their, you know, have you tried Christian to, names. Have you tried to sell the yearbook ever? Have you, have you said no? Uh, I mean, you, could, you could be on, you could go out to Las Vegas, that pawn shop show thing where they do the signatures and you go, hey. Th there's no value in that, right? Unless they signed it. But those guys that are in the, in the, in the pawn shop in Las Vegas, they're, they're kind of, there's a couple of those guys, that Chumley guy, he's kind of dumb. And he probably is into, not saying that you're dumb if you're into Wu Tang Clan, but he looks like he might be a Wu Tang guy, uh, could possibly. Be. Yeah, or, I don't or, think I would get any money. I'm, I mean, yeah. I'm not the kind of person that would sell my yearbook oh come on what are you i'll give you five bucks <laughs> i would not even i would especially not sell for five bucks i didn't get it i didn't even get a yearbook i didn't even get one I, i've yeah, always I, been just i've been that way i don't know just kind of a tight my kids get it do you do you have your uh so you've been sick but so maybe you don't but do you have your do, have you gone full-blown on your decorations now and you're on your full-in christmas experience there no not at all no as a matter of fact uh uh, this weekend was not my weekend with my children, and uh, I sent a text to my ex-wife yesterday asking if I could borrow the kids for a couple of hours so that we could decorate. Yeah, and she said no. She said, "Fuck you! You're not decorating with my." Nope, nope. <laughs> and then, and then today I went over to their house, and yeah. um, why did Kylie, she say no? Why did she say no? She just she being... said no because it was her weekend, and ah, she fuck. had the kids, yeah. and she had things she wanted to do, and she had chores for them to do. Yeah. And uh, and today, Kylie invited me over to uh, to come and uh, download photos for her. She took a bunch of photos. You know, I got her a uh, a Canon Rebel T6i last Christmas. And every now and again, she'll take a lot of pictures. But she doesn't have. She has a Chromebook, but she doesn't have a laptop and external hard drive. And uh, even though it has the Wi-Fi where you can download the photos onto your phone, um, right. she can't get it to work right now. And besides, she's got a 64 gigabit phone, which is uh, plenty, but um, it doesn't work right now. So, so, do, so, so I went the, over. So does the thought ever in your cross your mind when she does that on the, that weekend to say? About have, your mother, the, have, have, have your mother figure it out. <laughs> well, yeah, pretty much. And then the other thing was I told the children that I bought Home Depot cards, that I had Home Depot cards with American Express Rewards points, and I sold them on this website, cardpool.com. And uh, basically, you can buy or sell gift cards. Wow. So a $100 Home Depot gift card sells for 94 bucks. It's like so, cryptocurrency. It's like a cryptocurrency. It's, it's not <laughs> as good as Bitcoin. Uh, and if I see James Altuler, that fucking guy, one I'll, more I'll, time in yeah. an ad for like Bitcoin, it's all yeah. over Facebook. I don't even think I Googled Bitcoin. And I, I get the feeling that James Altucher, whatever the hell his name is, that he, he doesn't know shit about it really. I think it's just I don't know. Because he does a lot of things that he talks about that, that he purports to be an expert about that I think he's mm -hmm. just making he's just making shit up. Right. So, Pretty sure. But maybe, maybe, maybe not. Although he did he did finally I read somewhere he moved into an apartment finally, so he's been sleeping on he has literally been sleeping on couches for like two, three years. Really? I thought yeah. he had a lot of money. I thought he was very successful. Well, not at, that that makes a difference. At one I point, I, I guess, guess at one point in his career, he, he built up some sort of a business, which he sold off, and he had a lot of money. And But um, he's, for some reason, he had, uh, he became a minimalist, and he sold everything he had. And he's trying to, he's trying to he, I think, really, for the most part, he's just trying to be different. So you know, mm -hmm. he can say, I've got one shirt, and I sleep on you know uh, somebody's couch. And that, that, of course, makes people go, oh, that's interesting. Let's, let's hear your story. 
So I think he's, in some ways, he's just trying to uh, he's, he's trying to create a story. But may, but I don't know the guy. Maybe I'm just uh, yeah. I don't know. Being, I've being, only I can't listen to his podcast. The uh, I mean I haven't listened in a while. But the when I did listen about a year and a half, two years ago, right. the audio quality was terrible. It was unlistenable. Well, he, He's laying on somebody's couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so I went over to the house and I did the thing for Kylie, and then yeah. I was doing the like the kids had so much money in uh, gift cards, like Olive Garden. Like, who the hell likes to go to uh, those who? for a fifty dollars Olive Garden card? That's like a thirty eight dollars return on the investment. Where not do, very good. So, where do, who gave them an Olive Garden card? Who who gives a kid an Olive Garden card? My um, my uh, ex wife's mom, their grandmother. Oh, okay, we we have a joke around our house. We call Olive Garden the Olive Pit, and, <laughs> and that's just because my daughter Tori just she just uh, thought it was called the Olive Pit when she was when she was young, and she would say something. Like, can we go? Can we go to Olive Pit? We we go. We actually do. And it's gonna sound weird. Um, we go there. Try to go there once a year, and uh, we go there on Christmas Eve day during the wow. day at, at like one o'clock in the afternoon. Just we I've did been. this. We did this one year yeah. on Christmas Eve day, and it, it, we had this magical snowfall that started to happen, and it kind of created a, a, a family thing. That, and now since then, we've been back three or four times. Hasn't snowed on Christmas Eve, but uh, just because that one was so uh, so charming, we just decided, eh, we'll just go back. And even though you pay too much money for shitty Italian food, that you know, but the breadsticks, hey, you got to, I don't know. I kind of like the breadsticks. I've been, I've been there. I mean, it's it is what it is. It's uh, but I, it's not my favorite place in the world. It's, but you uh, have no you have no Christmas decorations of any sort out. You have not, nothing. No, not not a one. Not a jingle bell. Not a nothing. nothing. They're all this? underneath my son's bed. Are you going to get that? Are you planning to still do like a last minute uh, thing or Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. When the kids the come over, yeah, I'm not going to decorate without the kids. Are, are they gonna, yeah are they, are they gonna are they like into it in the idea of, of doing Kylie it? is yeah my daughter is but uh, I don't know about Cameron I'm not sure yeah yeah so we uh, I like to wait until the last minute sort of ish and not that it's I, here's my my thing uh, with with I'm like the the TV show or you know thing that uh, the Christmas story with you know the Gavin uh, Darren McGavin character uh, the, uh, you've seen that movie have you seen the movie Christmas story a Christmas story with, with yeah. uh, Peter Billingsley. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 The 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 father. If you remember, in in the he wanted to get the deal on the Christmas tree all the time. He was he was the uh, the master negotiator of of getting Christmas trees. I for some reason I I've uh, now that I'm trying to copy that guy or anything, but I can I can identify with that sort of mentality. And so we have uh, not every year, but most most years we try to get a, a real tree. And uh, I don't want to pay uh, I don't want to pay too much for a goddamn real tree. I want to get a I want to get a bargain. And, How much uh, are trees by you? Well, uh, here's the deal. If if I, w- I would have gone last week, now I did some looking around this week. If I would have gone last week, the one that I got to actually we got today, uh, it would have been seventy dollars for the tree, sixty nine ninety five. And how tall? Uh, it's about uh, I think it's like eight and a half, nine feet, something okay. like that. It's a big tree. Know. Yeah, our our ceilings are like I think we got nine foot ceilings, and it just kind of I had to cut a little bit of it off to get uh, in the uh, it's there's a, if you look at uh, inst- my Instagram there's a picture of it on Instagram um, there's also a picture of Zoe uh, on on the shopping trip uh, her 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 feelings towards tree shopping this morning uh, which is uh, you'd have to see the picture you know what I'm talking about but so anyway I, I go uh, today well you actually last night I was looking around and, and a lot of the trees at a lot of places were gone uh, we happened to go to Lowe's last night and uh, I didn't have uh, the truck or the van I had my little car and I uh, found that the trees last night as of last night they, they marked them down to ten dollars so I got this <laughs> kick-ass tree for ten bucks why are you you're laughing what <laughs> I'm laughing I'm laughing because I opened up I haven't seen one picture from you today on Instagram yeah and I open it up, and the first picture in my feed is your account at the Brick House. How is and it? Just says fresh cut Christmas trees. And then is that your daughter giving yeah. the middle finger? 
Yeah, sorry. That's right. <laughs> sorry. That's good. So, so here was the deal that was struck. I, we were pulling up, and I and she and I see that that sign over there, and I'm going, "Oh, that's perfect." I go, "I go get out." I go, and, and we can you, we can you can put this on your story today, or or, or I'll get out, and you can put and I you know I was like, she, "I haven't I don't do the story uh, on anything," but you know she's she's like, and I maybe I'll start, but um, there's nothing wrong with doing a story on Instagram or or uh, wherever you do it. Uh, uh, they do those also on, on Snapchat. Snapchat. Okay. Yeah, Instagram stole. Snapchat yeah 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 so so anyway she, and she for a minute for half a second she's she was like down with it and then she's like no no i don't want to do it i want to do it i want to do it i was like come on do it do it and she looks at me and she goes if i can flip you off <laughs> can i can i do it i'm like yeah cool yeah go for it yeah so anyway so she got out and thought she was being pretty funny so i took a picture of it and uh yeah i, th- I think like it, christmas tree looks big it uh, looks nice uh so that, what is that about seven and a half eight feet I think it's uh, like I said. I think our ceilings are nine feet, so it's okay. close close to the top of the to the uh, yeah to the to the ceiling there. I had to cl- cut a little off, but there's kind of a big spike there that you can see. What, what color are those uh, walls? Green? Is that a, a green? Like an olive greenish? Like an olive? Yeah, it's a greenish greenish it's a nice, wall. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. Yeah, I like how much property you have out Thank there. Thank you. <laughs> those French doors. What do you got there to the left? That's it's nice. It's the, the the to the left. That's the the uh, door that's coming out to my to the mind cave. What I'm calling the mind cave here to the uh, to the man cave mind cave. Uh, it's not really a man cave. It's me with a bunch of microphones fucking around. But uh, yeah, it's the uh, three season porch, which now is the four season porch because I've got it hermetically sealed with plastic. And what would you call what would you call that room where you have the Christmas tree? Would you call that the uh, living room, that's, the that's sitting our, room? Yes, it's our living room. Now we have a um, our house uh, was built in 1925, and the person that was that owned the home before us, um, as I understand it, they had a some sort of an issue uh, upstairs with the bathroom, and the um, they had a bunch of water damage, and they went through and um, as much as you can in a house in a colonial you know, two-story brick colonial house they blew out walls where they could uh and so we kind of have a weirdly open floor plan so when you come in um you can if the kitchen is is like it's like a long shotgun kitchen with a big island in the middle of it and uh there's a eating space there too and then it, there's a foyer foyer whatever the hell area in the middle uh, and uh then there's the living room off the side on the lower level so it all flows pretty well and it's it's not like i've been in a bunch of like in this neighborhood especially i've been in a bunch of the older homes uh if there's a uh if somebody's having an open house, a realtor's having an open house, I like to walk through just to snoop and see what stuff looks like. And um, we have, uh, I believe, the most open floor plan I've seen in the in the neighborhood. So it's it's pretty cool. I like it. And how much property did you say you have? I don't know what the lot size is exactly. the 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 street, our street curves, and uh, we're on the curve. So as the pie, sh- they're kind of pie shaped lots. I think we've got the biggest uh, pie sh- piece of piece of pie on the lot. But I'm not sure exactly how, like, if it's what it qualifies as. I I think from the uh, from the house to the curb is probably, and the front is probably like. 655 60 feet something like that and in the back it probably goes back behind the house uh maybe a hundred and 120 feet maybe somewhere in that right. range it's, and that's that's a pie-shaped lot so i don't know uh, you know there's i don't know it's it's an old house but um they got kind of weird lots it's not not huge it's not like a you know it's not like a is it uh is it well insulated it's a brick house, so these uh, the way I would say it, it does okay because of the the construction windows are it, the windows haven't actually been replaced, um, mm-hmm. but some somebody uh, at one point um, spent a lot of money in um, making sure that they were as sealed up and modernized as they could possibly be with the original sash stuff there. So, um, but I, uh, the way a brick house is um, that would have been built in that era, they, they don't have a lot of extra insulation, but it does it does fine on heating actually cooling it does great uh, heating it's good right. my ex-wife's here. house was built in 1908 it used to be my house too but not anymore uh cold it's really cold in there yeah yeah even in the summer in in august when i'm around my ex-wife it's cold in there no <laughs> i was gonna say yeah there's, no it's a country <laughs> there's a country song there depends on uh depends on the day but uh, no it's it's literally cold in there 
It's like the, there's no insulation. It's the original windows. Um, is it brick or is it what is it made out of? No, it's not oh. brick. It's a just a wood house. Wood, wood, I don't wood know. frame. Yeah, wood okay. frame. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the house was so old it had knob and tube. Oh, okay. Yeah. When, um, when we bought the house in 2003, it had knob and tube, and my dad took that out and replaced it. And then it had uh, mostly radiators, um, but the the living room um, it has. Uh, staircase going upstairs it's got a big opening to the dining room windows you know one to the right and one to the left of the front door um windows on the right wall windows on the left wall and then a uh, fireplace so it's really challenging for furniture you know it's like you walk in the house and then boom you're right there you know there's you've got these radiators that were giant and stuck out so you really was tough so my to for you know for furniture to lay out the room so my dad uh took out the radiators and put in baseboard heating and uh yeah there are a few radiators left i think the bathroom upstairs and you know it's um it's interesting. You got to bleed those radiators. Yeah, and it's interesting to me that you, you pronounce. I was somehow I had expected that you might pronounce those more uh, radiator because no, the, I used East to. Coast. Yeah, you yeah, did yeah, yeah, it's an East Coast thing. But yeah. guess what? Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, I went to college. I lost my accent and I learned a few things. The radiator. It doesn't radiate heat. It radiates heat. So yeah. anyone that says radiator is incorrect. Care. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. But, yeah, that's true. But don't you, you think? Know, well, I mean, you know, I, how do you I, pronounce I, it? Radiator, but yeah, I've, I've heard a lot of East Coasters say radiator. The radiator, you know. <laughs> yo, my radiator is rad, bro. Yeah, yo, my my radiator. But I, yeah, I've gone, I've gone full, full blown batshit crazy on the. I've got, I'm kind of doing the Christmas decorations like, uh, yeah, like, uh, like the movie, like uh, what's his name? Who's the guy? No. Yeah. Um, Do you have the lamp? Do you have the lamp with the leg and the fishnet stocking? Uh no, 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 not not that that. Um, but I do have uh, some of those spinning things that uh, that cast uh, little swirling uh, swirling uh, lights, and I've got uh, multicolor lights, and I'm thinking of Clark Griswold is who I was trying to spit out um, uh, from vacation. Uh, um, oh so, right, right, Clark Griswold. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah you yeah. just said that, didn't you? Sorry. Yes, I did. Sometimes I don't listen. Okay, it's well established that we don't listen. Sometimes neither one of us are listening. But yeah, I've I've put up a lot of Christmas decorations. And so, yeah, it's, uh, but it's been warm out, so it's been it's been fun to do. Maybe I'll, I'll maybe I'll do a story with that. I'll put up the uh, the Christmas decorations. So yeah, and I got the tree for ten bucks. I've stuck it to the man one more year. Oh wow! Yeah, the tr- the tree was ten dollars, and and the woman was uh, it was it was cool because the, there was an old lady at the it was at Lowe's is uh, where I got the tree. Uh-huh. We got the tree, and uh, the even the old lady that that checked us out, she was she was that did the you know the the transaction there. She was she was excited. She was like, "This tree is supposed to be you know sixty nine ninety five. You get it for ten dollars. That's so cool." She yeah, she was into that, which yeah. I think here the trees are about the same price, about twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, so I think I don't know. I, you know, you may pay like an extra five, ten bucks to have it cut and do a few things, get it wrapped, you know, flocked, flocked. Yeah. I don't know. I've never done the flocked tree. I, I used to get a real tree. Growing up, we had a real tree, and uh, and then my ex-wife and I had a real tree. We did get a fake tree once. We went to Sears and got like a seven-foot fake tree that was like pre-lit. Yeah, I've seen the pre-lit. now. I think she's back to a she's back to a real tree. And then I have now I have a white tree. I got an old school like white fake tree. Yeah, That's, yeah. those are cool. We've wanted, got, I wanted to switch it up. I wanted to go different. We have one of those uh, one of those uh, tinsel uh, the the silver tinsel things that was made in the '60s. That's got a color wheel underneath it, and it makes it and it's the color wheel spins and it makes it turn all sorts of uh, disco colors. We've got is it like a is like a, a a genuine vintage thing? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's That's made cool. made in Wisconsin in the uh, late fifties, I believe. I was in Wisconsin today, by the way. I had a, I, I drove like John Michael Craig today. I was in the vehicle driving. I drove for like six hours. Oh God. Well, yeah. Oh, it was good. It was it was it. great. Oh, I loved it. But I wasn't. I was. Mine wasn't a stressful around town situation. We we just did a road trip. We went to a little place called New Glarus. Wisconsin, uh, home of New Glarus Brewing. We went to the brewery today, which was uh, it was it was fun. It was how it was long a, was the drive? A three-hour drive? 
Yeah. So um, when you when you drive from where I live uh, up into Wisconsin, I go through Dubuque, Iowa. If you've ever heard of Dubuque, Iowa, and then uh, Dubuque sits uh, right on the corner of the state. So if you go across one of the bridges across the Mississippi, you uh, land in Illinois, East Dubuque, Illinois. If you take the North Bridge out of Dubuque, you uh, over the Mississippi, you go into Wisconsin. So uh, we went into first into Illinois, and there's a uh, big liquor store that's over in uh, in Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to hit and uh it, they have lots of uh, it's just ginormous place and they have all these crazy this was on the way there on the way there yeah and they have all these these crazy deals on on alcohol and on various stuff and we uh, uh i'm trying to think if we do yeah we did buy something there my wife found uh, some uh, nice botanical gin that she bought there and then uh so we left there and then uh we uh, uh got on the ways app and did kind of a cross-country thing and went uh from there up into uh wisconsin up to the this this other place new glaris New Glarus is interesting because they have this brewery that is getting um, a lot of national attention as as far as their quality of the stuff that they're putting out. Um, they only will sell their stuff. They, they're only licensed to sell their product in Wisconsin, and they have no plans uh, whatsoever to leave Wisconsin or to go anywhere else. They've got a uh, their uh, motto or their uh, their. Uh, positioning is uh, you know their, their their slogan is only in wisconsin so even though they've had all these overtures and stuff to go uh, out of state they've decided they're just going to keep it there and wisconsin's being it, it is uh, i think the per capita there's more beer there's more alcohol consumed in wisconsin than in any other state in the united states um as evidence of that if you go uh, in and out of Wisconsin, there's uh, various uh, road signs that the that the state actually pays for. There are signs that say, "Welcome to Wisconsin, home of Spotted Cow." Spotted Cow is a beer that's made by New Glarus Brewing in New, New right. Glarus. Yeah, so they they've uh, taken ownership of <laughs> of uh, a, a beer type is something that they think is uh, something they need to advertise on state signs, which is cool. It's a it's a neat place. They. Uh, they did a really good job with, with beers, the beers they so make. What so. time of morning did you head or What kind of time of day did you head out? Um, we actually, I went and got the, uh, bought that tree this morning. We decorated the uh, Christmas tree for uh, uh, two, three hours. Then we didn't leave until, it's probably like 1230. It just drove up and uh, kind of got back. So, How well, long we're, were you there? Just long enough to uh, kind of uh, buy our shit and turn around and come back. Um, yeah. <laughs> They've got a gift wow. shop. We didn't go through it. Like I've been through this brewery before. We didn't do like a, a brewery tour or anything like that. They've got a, a gift shop and uh, and some things like that. And so we we kind of looked around and because I knew I had to drive and I wasn't really interested in going in like sitting down and having a beer in there or anything like that. So and the and the little town, um, New Glarus, where where it exists, um, it's kind of a touristy little town. There's a lot of stuff there, but we got there late enough that most everything was kind of shutting down. And a lot of the stuff right. that's in in town is your typical. It, there's a, it's a they have a Swedish museum there and they've got a bunch of cheese shops and a bunch of uh, tchotchke shit for a lot of old people I think yeah, it kind of appeals to but um, I've seen all that so we just really wanted to go up and because you can only buy this stuff that's the only the only way you can get it is to go there uh, well you, you don't actually have to go to the brewery we could probably could have found some place uh, sure closer but you know it was funner to go there and check check it out so then but actually there was there were a couple varieties that you can only get at the brewery that we bought uh, a couple of uh, things that they're doing kind of a one-off thing so it was, it was a fun trip but yeah i drove uh uh up there about three hours then turned around drove back three hours and just yeah it was uh, wisconsin is so strange and uh, it's a very bovine <laughs> state uh the milk cheese they, they have a lot they have more dairy farms in wisconsin than anywhere i think in the united states for sure um, i'm not sure how they rank like you know versus other places in the world but they've they've made this effort in wisconsin uh because of all these dairy farms that uh all of the back roads all these small county roads and all these what you would consider to be like a farm road which usually in most states like in iowa and a lot of states those roads are kind of rough they're kind of shitty roads not in wisconsin they're, they're they're pristine they're like these black ribbons of licorice that wind through the hills and they're just perfectly maintained it seems like because the trucks that go back and forth to these big dairy farms every day to pick up milk have to have a really great surface to drive on so they 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 it's it's amazing you go up and down 
down all these hills, and uh, it's very picturesque. There's there's uh, lots of trees and hills and these just farms that you look at and go, wow, this is like a, looks like something out of a postcard. Every not everyone, but there, there's just a lot of stuff like that. And so it's a real. I mean, it's a it's a it's a southwest Wisconsin is is a gorgeous place to drive through, and I just I don't know I needed to uh, it just felt good to get out of out of this out of the city the city, <laughs> right? Yeah, not that it's uh, really that big a city. Just felt good to get out of town though. It was yeah, it was a fun drive. Yeah, I don't get in the car much and go on little road trips. Well, that's because you're driving around doing your Uber thing, which uh, yeah, well, I guess that's occasionally... part of it. I don't know. Also, money just it's not good. Yeah, yeah, there's a lack of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah so it's holding holding you back and if you could if, if it were easy to get you to drive somewhere in the uh, east coast would you go any place particular is there a uh, favorite drive that you've done or not a favorite i mean i i don't i'm trying to think like uh i mean i have friends up in i have a couple of friends up in massachusetts i mean up to boston but i i don't have like a trip that i've gone up to uh where have i gone to uh vermont yeah. I've gone to Killington because uh, got a decent snowboarding and skiing up that way. Sure. And that's about yeah. a five-hour, well, about four-and-a-half, five-hour trip, I think. Yeah, yeah. I've been to um, Vermont. I don't remember a lot about it, but I've been there in the state. But, yeah. I haven't been in some years. I mean, that's when, when I was uh, still married. And it's uh, separated coming up on four years now. <laughs> you've so, you brought that up flies. a few times tonight. You, you Have I? Of, are you feeling? Uh, are you, is it you having? A, is it is it the holidays? Is, is it? That no, I mean like it? I. I don't know. I just. I don't know. So. How does your holiday thing work? Because I, when I was when I was uh, in between, I, I, my I, I was divorced once, and uh, in between um, uh, the time between I remarrying, um, I remember there were some times where, uh, depending on scheduling and stuff, worked out uh, the way it worked out with my oldest daughter. There were some a couple of Christmases where I didn't see her much. I think there might have been one. Maybe I didn't see her uh, at all. I'm trying to remember exactly. But there was some. I remember some Christmases there that weren't. Uh, it was kind of you know i was kind of uh, struggling for uh, you know what's what am i going to do uh, over christmas now, well, how does your how's that all work out well we we have a uh, we have a holiday schedule it alternates every year so one one christmas eve i'll get the kids and she'll get them christmas day and then the next year the opposite because yeah, I don't remember what I just said. <laughs> I Christmas, wasn't listening. Christmas Eve. You weren't listening to yourself. <laughs> right. So yeah. whatever it is this year. Yeah. She has Christmas Eve. Right. I've got Christmas you Day. Yeah, Christmas Day. And then she asked, do you have plans on Christmas Day? She asked me this today. Yeah. I was like, no. I didn't even know. Honestly, I couldn't tell you that I had the kids last year on Christmas Eve. I don't remember. Right. I think she took. I think she took them away somewhere last year. I don't know. I don't go on these trips. I don't really remember. And my kids don't really talk to me. I mean, you heard on the podcast a couple episodes ago. <laughs> the kids, the, they all, they're all like that though. When they yeah. get that, when they get to that age, you got to pull. It's, it's pulling, it's pulling teeth, trying to get shit out of them. I understand yeah, so, that. So, um, my ex-wife invited me over on Christmas Eve. She's like, "You can come, you know, whatever." Like she, it was genuine, and I probably yeah. will. Um, right. And then. Christmas Day, I don't necessarily have plans. I'm going to talk to my mom and dad and see. My sister is uh, she's pregnant. I think I've mentioned this before. You, and you did her tell me that. Due yeah. date is Christmas Day. Holy now that's not to say wow. the baby will come on Christmas Day. No, no, they never usually never come on the yeah unless she's got a plan something or yeah. I, no, I don't think it's a no. It's just so yeah. So it's her first child, and uh, she is. Um, She's a little bit younger than I am, but she's still forty-three. So, right. So and, do you think uh, you think if exciting. you so if you uh, say you all of a sudden you have a, a date on Christmas Eve, can you bring your date over to your wife's house? How's that work? No, no, absolutely, positively not. I will not be bringing a date anywhere. It's going to be many, many years before. No, I can't. What are, is well, there nobody? What about her? Nobody sniffing around that hen house? There's nobody like if you go over there. I don't know that I would say it that way. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't listen to this. I was right. going to talk about like like earlier today when I was kind of annoyed with my interaction with Mike. So I was going to talk about shit more than just like <laughs> no. Yeah. And then I'm like no, because now Cameron knows what the name of the podcast is. He probably if I tested him, he would probably forget. I should. Text him right now. 
Speaking of speaking speaking of which, which I when we started this, I I thought I, I was like thinking, okay, there's like five million fucking podcasts in the world, and I'm like, unbecoming of age or un, something with unbecoming it has to be out there already, and I was like completely freaking blown there's away. There's a movie. There, well, there, there there's a movie, but there was no podcast. There's nothing really that looked like yeah. it was. Now there's some woman that's got this uh, the unbecoming podcast, and she's like trying to give fucking self help advice or some shit like that. And I'm like, you know, not like where there's going to be confusion but well I, I should be happy we 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 market share we beat her to the punch <laughs> to the unbecoming <laughs> to the unbecoming punch but so um if she uh, all right so you, you were you were at the point where you there's an interaction you were not uh, completely uh, comfortable with and you're thinking i'm just gonna talk about her i'm gonna let it fly I'm well gonna... i it just yeah yeah i don't know it, it's it's just uh it's 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 when you're divorced yeah and you're in your ex-wife's home and sure. you're hearing her right. interact with the kids yeah but you're hearing out of context you're not exactly sure what's going on and it's like I, well the, the first thing was i i uh, she'll never hear this she was helping my daughter with some uh, maybe social studies homework or something right and then she was bitching about news and facts and they don't have people's opinions now she is um she and I are very uh, different politically okay. in, in our belief system. And and regardless of what I believe, it, it's like I, I, I kind of wanted to jump in on that conversation. Cause, she vo- she uh, voted f- did she vote for Trump? I don't know. I wasn't in the voting booth with her. It's illegal, <laughs> do, apparently. Do, do, do you think It was like, hey, hey, no, no, I'm going in with my... Uh, <laughs> Does she have a red? Does she have a, like a, a red trucker's cap with any white lettering? On it? She has. A, she has a MAGA hat. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. She doesn't wear baseball caps at all. Like she's a business lady. She's like a, an account executive, like okay. in the financial world. They, but, they, uh, they, come on, when when they're when they get done I, when they get done sticking it to their clients, they got to leave work and they've got to go home and they've got to chill. And she's got to either put on the, you know the mom jeans and the fucking MAGA hat or something. <laughs> I don't know. Tell no, me. I no. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just I didn't really want to get into that conversation yeah, I, too much, I, but I, I was understand. curious what the conversation was. I, and I, then I think, and then the other one was it was a thing with my son. He had two things that he had to do. One was a re- a dress rehearsal for the holiday performance. Okay, I don't even know when the performance is. Right. But normally the rehearsals from two to four, but tonight it was from five to five to seven or five to eight. Right now, he has this friend, a neighbor kid, friend of his. They don't go to the same school anymore, and uh, they're not as close as they were in um, elementary school and middle school. Okay, and apparently for that kid's birthday, they were going to see the dad was going to take uh, the you know his friend Chris and a couple of uh, the friends to see the Star Wars, the Last Jedi, whatever the movie is. And uh, and so apparently Cameron said he couldn't go because he really had to do the dress rehearsal. And he and Cameron messed up because he got the date, the times wrong. And those, I just heard my ex-wife just going over and telling him, like, I'm not going to tell you what to do. It's your choice. It's your choice. But she was leading him to go to the birthday party. Right. Because she felt for the kid and they're kind of growing apart in this whole thing. It was rude. And it was just one of those things where I was like, I don't know, like it's like just I don't want to put pressure on on him for something like that. Like, all right, he screwed up. Like, and I kind of put in my two cents and said, "How about this? How about you you tell your friend you can't go to see the movie, you apologize, whatever. If we have to pay for the movie ticket because the dad bought the movie ticket, we apologize. No big deal. You get over it. Things happen. Kids make mistakes, and then sort of learn from the thing, and then tell your friend that you'll you'll do something with him. Like, make plans with him and hang out with him. I know it's his birthday. It's a special thing. Go and hang out with him. But whatever. The kids grow apart. It's this thing, and I don't know. I don't know if my ex was getting nostalgic. She just thought it was the right thing to do. I don't really know. Like, I... I it, it, it's just I, I didn't want to be there to be privy to that and get involved. Like I, I, I want to send him a text and say, what did you end up doing? I'm guessing that he ended up going to the dress rehearsal not to see the movie. 
Yeah. So the difference in the difference in parenting styles was making you uncomfortable, and you felt like you I don't know that, that it was the it, it was. Listen, I, I I'm I'm surely I've been in situations where I've led my children to what I'd like them to do, but at the same time, then I try to pull back. For, I, and again, I'm not perfect. I'm far from it. I'm not a good. She's she's a very active mom and a very good mom, no question. But I've. Sometimes I feel like telling your kids what to do and you get a sense that that's not what they want to do, that if you're going to say you make the decision, you have to like just be okay with that and just be like, okay. And then I just think it le- it's, it's possible it leads to like anger and resentment sometimes. But I don't know. I don't really know. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, even though they're my kids, I don't know. Um. You know exactly how they're thinking or how they're feeling, and they're not always going to be completely open with me and or their mom sometimes. And sometimes they don't want to upset or hurt either of our feelings. You know, sure. kids get that way to yeah. certain. They're pretty intuitive with their parents. Yeah, like, whether you're married, whether you're still married or divorced or whatever your relationship is, kids kids can see that with their parents. Yeah, and actually, so. it's you know you're and you probably don't feel this way, but you're I think you're you, you're fairly lucky in that right now it's just you and and she that are uh, involved in the parenting because either one of you at any point uh you know you may walk in there one day and the dude is there the other guy that's sitting there and he's got a completely different style and then you, his shit is in the in the uh, equation and, um and conversely you may uh you know i'm i'm assuming you're gonna end up in that uh, you know it's, gonna, it's within the realm yeah, of possibility yeah, yeah. i mean it's yeah you know and uh, it's likely right i mean you're both it's i don't yeah, know if it's yeah. i mean when you have a when you have a 13 year old and a 15 year old it's hard yeah yeah they may have and 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 it's at a point where if a new person comes in you know they're teenagers you know they're they're almost you know they're not adults but they're on their way yeah they know what's going on they're plugging they're plugging in another person right you know and i don't know i just can't see i couldn't see um my ex-wife bringing a guy in and and some alpha male like Douchebag, you know what I mean? Like, like bad stuff. He's got, what was, he's got a nice car. <laughs> <laughs> what's that fucking? What's that movie? Did you, did you ever see that movie in the eighties with Peter Weller? Uh, um, that's oh. yeah. I know who Peter Weller is. Peter Weller yeah. is uh, what's his name? He's a uh, RoboCop. RoboCop, yeah, yeah. The original RoboCop. Peter Weller. Step. No, I don't. I don't. It's, I, it's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know the movie. I remember Stepmom, that movie with, uh, who was in, oh, it was uh, Julia Roberts and uh, Susan Sarandon played the uh, the uh, older, the older uh, rebuffed wife. Uh, yeah, I remember that one, but no, I don't remember the one you're talking about, actually. So did, I, oh, I, it was ugly. It was so good. Um, no, he was, I, well, I don't know if it was a good movie. I mean, I just remember it. It was pretty intense, like an intense drama where he was just this awful stepfather yeah that was kind of a recurring theme in a lot of movies where the 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 guy comes in and he's the you got the dick step step father the evil stepfather and turns into you know some sort of a so some of those were kind of horror to almost things like wasn't uh, vince vaughn and something like that at one point i remember i don't remember what that movie was but i don't yeah, remember I mean, yeah so you may get that and, and the other thing that when you're talking about your kids now they're 13 they're 15 and you get to a certain age when they're you know uh the age of reason i guess when you get to that point i was thinking about Polly shore's bit when they were he was talking about um his i guess it would have been his um it would have been Mitzi's boyfriends. What I, who is he was trying to do his bit about? Yeah, he was talking about. Um, uh, they were asking about. You just see, he was he was referring to these guys as you're just the dude that's fucking my mom, and you know. Oh right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Remember that bit from a long time ago? Yeah, um, my memory wasn't serving me right. The name of the movie is called First Born, 1984, and uh, it's Terry Gar. Um, <laughs> Terry Gar is the is the mom. Corey Haim is is one of the, is one of the sons. Wow! And uh, a <laughs> it's 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 got a really it, it's basically the older son has to protect the family when the sinister boyfriend. You know, he start first. He's like the nicest guy in the world. You know, it's like the plot of every Lifetime TV movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, so I vaguely um, remember this when you said the Corey Ham part. It's kind of slowly starting to kind of. Uh, I can remember it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, there was a. I just remember when I was younger. Um, 
I don't think I don't know if we belonged to a video club in the early '80s, but my my cousin's family were definitely they had a uh, a Betamax or a Beta, which was better than VHS, but it didn't stick. And you remember you had to pay to join a uh, yeah um, Blockbuster or whatever. Like a, before Blockbuster, like it was just like a local mom and pop. Yeah, there were those around shop, and you had to pay like a yearly like subscription. Like you'd pay yeah. like. A hundred bucks or whatever, and if you lost the tape, it was like a, the replacement fee was like a hundred bucks. Hundred hundred bucks for some shitty movie. Yeah, if you didn't rewind, they charge you fifty cents. Be kind, rewind. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, but Blockbuster was the best, wasn't it? Really? I mean, that that whole experience. Well, I I was I wasn't I was okay with Blockbuster, but we had a Palmer Video and a Hollywood Video too, and they were the same business model. But I, I would go with we would go with friends. I mean, even my ex wife and I, when we first started dating in the late nineties, we would go to a Blockbuster, and we'd start and we'd start the beginning of new releases and walk all the way around, and we'd go around like three times and be like, yeah, I just want to watch. I just thought of the title for this this episode. I just thought of the title. <laughs> Did you? It's going to be called that? "It's the Drinking the Drinking Game." And now I want everybody to drink when John says, "My ex wife." <laughs> take a shot. Take a shot. Take a shot, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Right. Be kind. Rewind. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting to a point where we're like, we're about 45 minutes in. We're like, let's just wrap this up. Let's come up with names and like, all right, man, see you next week. 18 episodes in. I'm fucking over this. I'm too old for this shit. You know, speaking Fuck. of a lot of episodes, that guy, and I've t- we've talked about him, the the, the uh, guy from uh, uh, Jeremy Lopez, Lopez Radio. He's going to be. Yeah, doing, yeah, yeah. He's going to be doing his 300. Number 300. Number 300. And I, yeah. I just think that's incredible. I think we, we should try to. I, you know, I was, he, he had mentioned something at some point about one of us or both of us at different times or whatever oh, yeah, um, yeah. doing something with him i think i may uh, reach out to him and see if uh, uh maybe we can have him on and you can ask him on our show about uh, you know the opie, oh, opie, opie, and, opie and anthony stuff sure sure and i was i was hearing somebody talking about opie, opie and anthony and they were talking about how that was their show was was really the beginning of podcasting even though even though it was on radio yeah i've heard this look i've heard this from uh i've heard this from i want to say i've heard this from uh rogan Maybe it was Rogan that was saying it. I, I think know. Rogan. I think is Rogan has said it. I, I think at some point Marin may have said it. Maybe it wasn't Marin, but I, I'm pretty sure Rogan has said it. This idea that you can go on a radio show and just hang and just, just talk. Just talk, yeah. Yeah, yeah but I'm not sure. Um, but I think with him being, you know, he was basically, you know, behind the scenes of the board op, the, the uh, whatever his title was, engineer. Uh, uh, and then you were listening and occasionally uh, calling I in. I thought he was an intern, no? Intern is that what it was? I don't know. I thought he was, but I'm not sure. I mean, I mean, if if he if he had a radio background and he was doing stuff and and he wasn't on the air, then he probably had his shit together and he wasn't just getting lunch and he was actually doing shit. I think he we, he went from there to an on air gig. I think he did some morning show in Atlanta mm-hmm. or somewhere or in the Atlanta right. area or something before he. Yeah, I'd be out. curious the time that he was there, how long he was there, probably based on his age while they were at satellite radio. Yeah, I think um, he's he's like thirty five. I think maybe I think he's in early, his early thirties. Yeah, yeah, not sure so, though. Somewhere around there. But uh, but yeah, I'm gonna listen at definitely that three hundredth episode. And uh, the other one I was telling you about that I I've been getting into is these uh, the dudes that are and I want to see what they come up with because I think it's gonna be interesting. But this in the weeds with Ben Randall. Uh, yeah, you sh- told me chef. I've listened to one episode. Okay, so he's I noticed on Twitter he's gotten off uh, on uh, he's the Mario Batelli thing obviously, and he's worked in restaurants a long time, and he's been kind of trying to call out his industry about uh, um, let's be honest with each other. And I have a feeling he may have some a uh, couple of podcasts here that talk about uh, that you know what goes on in the restaurant industry, and uh, I think that might be interesting. So kind of looking right. forward looking forward to his next one as well. Well, um, you know, I was, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to just say, yeah, there's just a couple of podcasts I'm going to listen to in the next week or so. Hopefully. Yeah, I was uh, I, I, um, I was going to ask you if you remember the very first podcast you ever listened to, because I remember the exact podcast, the first one I ever listened to. This is back in 2004. Okay. I'm you know, pretty I'm sure gonna, it was 2004. I actually don't, but I'm guessing it was probably something that NPR did, maybe, because um, they've got so many. Uh, but I, I'm not 100% sure which one it was I, I don't know which one was yours so it was called the bitterest pill um podcast 
and it is this um, L.A. Um, actor. His name is it's the Dan Class podcast, and he launched it in 2004. And I remember being in my office. I was working for the company Bumble and Bumble, a hair product company, and I had this closet office. It used to be my boss's editing suite, and then he upgraded to a better office. So it was this little closet office right by the kitchen, and I remember sitting down with my MacBook Pro, and I would go into the um, go into the whatever you called it at the time, the Apple, I I guess iTunes or the podcast store, whatever the fuck it was called. Yeah, and you would download, and I had an old school iPod, you know, the click wheel. Yeah, I would yeah. download the. Download. I would either listen it directly from my computer or on my iPod. Yeah. take it home with me yeah. and this guy 2004 he only has uh, 300 362 episodes it seems that he's teaching classes now and uh the most recent episode he had his daughter on who's 14 years old and uh she's on the show she's cursing and he, one of the things he used to do is he used to have his kids on the show like he would have his son and his daughter like do the the uh intro to the show and i remember really liking it i don't know what it was about it like it was uh i guess i liked that it. it was like he was this just regular guy probably not much different than i you know like just a little bit older than i am but it's you know acting getting gigs in in la going on auditions being a stay-at-home dad and it was just like well this is cool you know it was like nothing else at the time you know? <laughs> It was like yeah, this and, new thing, you know. And now every fucking white hetero douchebag has a fucking podcast. Did, did it occur to you that then did you think, oh, this is something that's, that's going to stick? This this format, this this whole thing, or did you think this is just some one off weird thing that? You know, I don't think I really thought about it. I mean, I, I think I would just sort of try to discover new ones, and he was one of the ones that I listened to in a while. But then I stopped listening, and then all of a sudden, the name of his podcast. Pit, popped into my head like a couple of days ago i looked it up and i just like listen and there he was he's still doing it but he he ended up because he was such an early adopter it looks like he teaches podcasting classes and has been doing that for years like he's turned it into a little niche yeah. oh yeah business. sure because that was i mean the talk about the way i mean and how weird does That's that seem way ahead of the curve way ahead of the curve but how weird does that seem that some 2004 which it's not that long ago it seems like whoa 2004 jeez you know it's like a pioneer uh, by the way i was i just I glanced at uh, instagram after you and i were talking about this yep and, and zoe uh saw that i'd posted she didn't know that i'd posted that picture and uh she commented uh you're you are of course you're ruining my brand i'm supposed to be a good kid (laughs) 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 all right if if you have an opportunity especially considering you have a 14 year old uh check out and i'll send you the link after this episode the bitterest pill but his episode 362 is pretty wild especially if you can go back to the very beginning all right and then listen to this episode because it's kind of interesting because it He's having a little back and forth with his daughter where she curses. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very similar to the story that you just told. Now, do you, when you're. Who she is on the podcast versus who she is in real life. <laughs> she's a good kid in real life, but on the podcast, she's going to curse. So, the bitterest pill, number 362. I'm writing this down. I think, not, it, I think it's the number 362, yeah. Yeah, we've pretty much. I'm not saying that I, I'm encouraging her or, or her or her sister to swear necessarily. They know uh, it's hard for me to, to bottle it up. And. Uh, so when they we've backed off and all that for a while i was like ah you can't do that you know and uh trying to keep that double standard going and uh you know well not that i won't either me or their mother not that either one of us might not say you know back off uh you know uh if there's too much that but if uh, you know an occasional uh, swear word flies i'm much less concerned about it than i used to be i don't know mm-hmm. where's your your attitude on that with your kids they they uh potty mouths or no, they're they're pretty good. I mean, I'm sure that my son curses more than my daughter. Um, do they? Do you, th- you think they curse when you're not around? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but for not, sure. But, but not in front of you. Oh, they'll curse in front of me. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Kylie not as much, uh, but Cameron will. Uh, it depends. It's Cameron's. I want to say Cameron's a lot angrier than he was a couple of years ago. I mean, I guess that's part of the age and the hormonal stuff. Sure. Like, I mean, when there were times where I was a complete dick with him impatient hard run him than i was than i am on kylie 
And I would like, I would tell, I would pull back from it and go like, holy shit, like what an asshole. Why did I do that? I, and I apologize to him. Like, and I feel like I realize, like, well, that's apologizing is not enough. I shouldn't have done it in the first place. Right. And I'm like, and I'll tell him, like, give it back to me. And he wasn't that kid. He just didn't do that. Like, it was like, you didn't get angry because right. I would have been really fucking angry if I were you. Right. Uh, but I'm not him. How would how would your ex wife do that? No drink. I have, <laughs> I, I, I have no idea. Like honestly, I don't know. Like I'm just, just shitting. I'm just shitting you. Right, so. Yeah, no, she's. Uh, I don't know. Uh, she I, she seems to give it to them and get frustrated with them, and she seems to be more of a disciplinarian than I am in some ways. But uh, yeah, but now it's like he'll yell back at me. I get frustrated with him sometimes, and. No, but he curses, and um, sometimes I get Kylie to curse, and then they'll, they'll Kylie will call me out for cursing sometimes, and I don't know. It's just a little back and forth. I'm fine with them cursing. It's just a time and a place, you know. I mean, I don't want them going into like social studies class and you know cursing and cursing at someone, yeah, or saying be. or disrespectfully saying fuck you to yeah. the teacher unless right. the teacher had it coming social studies fucking rocks man <laughs> yeah i understand that you want you want it to be appropriate and uh at the level to which uh, it should be applied maybe yeah i don't know i mean it's if at all not saying everybody should swear mouth but uh um so i'm just like drifting um are you, flu, are you on any cold, cold medication do you have any uh, anything no no it? but i might take another uh, advil you should do that. I haven't that. taken too many today. What is that hot thing I've been hearing about that people are doing? There's uh, some sort of what a... Is um, I'll, I'll look it up, and I did, I'm totally screwing up the name of it, but there's some recipe that uh, I've been hearing people talk about. It's some uh, magical formula that now uh, people are doing. And I don't know if it's fermented or if it's something you got to take a while to prepare, but it's it's got... Um, this crazy concoction of like uh, honey and horseradish and uh, a bunch of stuff, and supposedly it will zap you right out of whatever's whatever's going on. But uh, it's got some catchy name, the, the the hot hot shot or something like that. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I can't tell you exactly. I was gonna Google it, but I thought, yeah, yeah. I can find it for you later. I'll, I'll look it up. It's, it's Is it really something that's helpful? From what I understand, that's what, what, what I've been hearing. But you know, everything's anecdotal. Yeah, you talk to somebody. If they, I yeah, think if I you know. believe if you believe something works, then it probably is is likely to actually work, right? Don't you think? Right. Um, and and if you think it's horseshit, then you're like, yeah, that tasted horrible, and I don't think that's that's really going to do me any good at all. No. So. The, uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no, I was just—I was looking at my notes here, and I was noticing. I was—I meant to ask you earlier in the week. Uh, uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I noticed uh, Bon Jovi from your home state there got in into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but uh, Radiohead out. What? <laughs> I need what? Yeah. Are you serious? Hold on one second. I'm fine with Bon Jovi. I'm all right. Whatever, man. I, you know, I'm, I'm living on a prayer. Oh my God, Siri just fucking. I thought I tapped it. Fuck you, Siri. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I saw that, and I was like, oh, "That's gonna make you crazy." Yeah, um, the now, as I understand it, a lot of times bands get nominated, uh, and it takes several years before they get in. I don't know how many times John Bon Jovi's been nominated, but he got in. He got in this year. He, as well as the Moody Blues, um, the Cars, uh, Nina Simone, which I thought was a little weird, even though I love mm -hmm. Nina Simone, but um, she's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But um, the one of the people that was nominated, the, the one, the, uh, one of the higher ones on the list that they mentioned, they got nominated but did not get the nod was Radiohead. So, John Bon Jovi, yes, Radiohead, no. Well, yeah, I, I just, I'll avoid the uh, Twitterverse for that. I don't care. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> not a big deal. You know, I've, I've listened to, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest with you. I think I've listened to more Bon John, John, Bon John, Bon John, whatever his name Bon John Vovi. Bon, bon John Vovi. Bon Jovanini. And I told, did I tell you that he almost ran me over once? He did. Yeah, yeah. Right here in Red Bank, right in town. Motherfucker. He looked like a soccer mom. Very pretty. He's a very pretty man. Even yeah. after he cut his hair, was still like kind of feathered and like shoulder length. He was driving some giant fucking SUV. And, and you're sure coming out of an alley. Of course, I was sure it was him. He's wearing a, a Yankees baseball cap, and it was like he just he came out of this alley. He wasn't coming fast, but I was walking with my children. Bon Jovi did, almost ran over me and my kids. Did you yell at him? Did you say John Bon Jovi? I was like, "Fuck her!" I was like, "I'm down with the Wu Tang Clan, and we ain't nothing to fuck with." <laughs> Fuck you, John Bon Jovi. Yeah, fuck you, John Bon Jovi. 
So you, were, do your kids now, are they have like traumatized? They tell Bon John Bon Bon. I want to call him Bon John Bovi. John Bon John. I forgot his name. Sounds like a martial arts guy. John Bon John. Bon John. It'd be like. John Craig and Colin Flynn spent the last three minutes of episode 18 saying, Bonjour de Bonji. Jean-Jean Bonjour. I kept screwing up. Just like, Jean-Jean Autistic kids just kept repeating it, repeating it. It's just. And laughing. I just. I honestly, let's just do an entire episode. Yeah. Jean Bon Jovi, yes. So better what, than so better what than happened? Radio he, he just severe. <laughs> no, he off? just he just he just right. He apologized. He just did the head, you know, the head nod, like oh shit, like sorry. Really? And I, I did like a double take, like so. Then I just tell the story that John Bon Jovi almost ran down my kids and I because we, we were young. The kids were young. Sounds like a lawsuit, John John Michael. Craig. <laughs> yes, that's right. Thank you. Could, happen. Yeah, you were traumatized though. There's there's yeah. Have you been traumatized? In the case of John Michael Craig versus John Bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna start a TV commercial. Have you been traumatized by John Bon Jovi? Yes. Bon John Bovi? <laughs> yeah. yeah if you, uh, you or your children, have you ever been traumatized by somebody who sings? Yeah. He's also going to be uh, united. I saw in a special appearance at the uh, at this uh, at the event with uh, Richie Samboris coming back. Re- really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. They're yeah. they're kissing and making out, probably literally. Mm, who knows? I don't know. But yeah, I've I I'm gonna tell you I've I've listened to more of uh, the the Jovester. That's how I'm gonna call him from now on. That's my name, the Jovester. Uh, I, yeah, I've listened to him. I think more than I have Radiohead. Quite honestly. I yeah, I like I like Radiohead. I will I will. Uh, I don't know. I just I love their stuff, man. I should after this after the podcast, I'm gonna put on a uh, Radiohead on vinyl. Yep, I'm a douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> That that is absolutely. So you mentioned the the last Jedi thing. Did you go or just Cameron? No, 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 no. I don't even know if Cameron went. Um, I uh, after after we record the podcast, I will text him to ask him what he ended up doing. Uh, I did not see. I have not seen the. What was the one before the last Jedi? I don't know. I haven't seen one since uh, the last one I saw was when uh, Jar Jar Binks was. Jar Jar, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. I haven't really? seen any of them since then. And and I not that I really have anything against them per se i really don't although i i i do think with like with the last jedi they're they're paying way too much attention to the last jedi there there is somewhere there's a middle jedi that nobody's paying any attention to and uh you know there's no baby pictures of the middle jedi (laughs) there's uh yeah go ahead so yeah uh, I, I just i'm not a huge sci-fi sort of person and right there's just been yeah, other it's not it's not sci-fi it's star wars i'm sure i'm sure there's probably yeah somebody that's yeah there's some delineation yeah. there that you're uh, not a generation xer then no not not into comics either really comic comic book heroes I, all those fucking yeah, D- dc either. marvel i don't give a shit you know which one's which i don't care which one's got you know that's like you know i heard some chick the other day she's like yo i was watching that and that, that guy he is he's like uh he's half human and then he's one third this other thing <laughs> like listen to her going what what the fuck are you talking about it's like trying, she's trying to explain to her friend this superhero i don't know which one it was it's the one that turns blue or something some shit like that I don't know. I, I I just like I said. I don't really have anything necessarily against it. But usually, if there's been another alternate movie that I could watch, I'm going to go there. I'm just I don't know. It's just no. I'm not. I'm not going to go see. I like. I'm not interested in seeing the Last Jedi. I'm not interested in. I, I didn't see the last one. I st- I actually started to watch the last one. I may have even purchased it. Like I have to. I should put on. Uh, my uh, Apple TV and look, I may have purchased it and I stopped watching it. I was like, oh my God, they basically took the original Star Wars and retold the story. That's all they did for yeah. the most part. Yeah, it's it's basically the same story. Better Which graphics. I totally get it. It makes sense. Well, yeah, but it, it totally makes sense that they did that. But it was like, I was just bored. I didn't care. I'm like, I, I wasn't into the movies that much when I was younger. Like, I liked them, but it wasn't. And I liked the toys. Because yeah. I'm, when the first movie came out, I was six. I think. Did you have a Yoda? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, I did. I have. I had two talking Yodas, the creepiest motherfucking <laughs> yeah. toys ever. They As were. a matter of fact, I probably have them somewhere. 
Man, if I, I, I wonder. They like the give, mouth moved and everything. I'll give you five bucks for those, and then uh, you got to throw in your yearbook too. <laughs> my, my, uh, my Kylie. When Kylie was younger, yeah. I used to say mediocre a lot. Okay. Because I'm one of my. I always say that I'm mediocre at best. You know, um, and I call Best Buy mediocre at Best Buy. You know. And uh, so she would hear the word all the time, but she used to say Mikriota. <laughs> and I was like, Mikriota is like, he's, he's like that middle Jedi you were talking about. It's just, just not good enough, you know. <laughs> just to this day, sometimes when she hears mediocre, she says Mikriota, and she just laughs. <laughs> so uh, Zoe went to, with a friend, Friday night, and they have, uh, you probably have these, I'm sure, on the East Coast, but we just got them here in the Midwest now, the the um, theater with the leather recliners that are... Oh, uh, yeah, 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 we have those, yeah, and, yeah. And they're heated? Are yours heated? Uh, I don't think, I don't think I've been to one where they're heated. I didn't know they were heated, but uh, I, I, we did, we went to the three billboards uh, uh, outside Ebbing, Missouri, and, and sat in those. If there was a heater function, I don't know where it was at. I didn't push that button, I guess, apparently. But um, she said that uh, she got she got in the thing and got it leaned back, and then um, she, th- <laughs> she thought she was having like a panic attack or something, because she's felt her, she, she, uh, on a weird... Uh, a weird heat heat coming over her she was like didn't know what was going on and then because nobody had told her it was heated and then uh, i don't know uh, mm. she did it was a it was a weird experience i guess apparently but i don't know how i feel about those actually because i think they're going to get um they're going to get disgusting how, how well do they clean these after each you know you've, you've seen people i don't know you know yeah it's I, the last time i went to see a movie was uh, the disaster artist uh down in downtown manhattan and i couldn't find i hadn't been to this theater in a while and i couldn't find the controls to recline and you have to choose your seats now yes. and nobody was sitting next to us when we chose the seats and then we got there and now we're right next to this other couple yeah where they make they ended up moving <laughs> but my feeling is that i'm not going to move because i chose these seats these are the seats i paid for and if i move and then someone else comes and I'm in their seats becomes a whole fucking thing. So yeah. I don't want to deal with that. Like I'm just I'm this is, these are my seats. They yeah. moved, though. Nothing, nothing happened. I was able to let it go. They were able to, but fuck them. There's a map. There's a map outside the theater, and it's like they give you these tickets and they got the numbers on them. You're like F17, F18, and I'm looking at the map yeah, and yeah. I'm going, well, which fucking direction is this? I don't get exactly what's supposed to be where. And so then I'm like, okay, I think okay, so that's the screen, I think, and there's the apps. Okay, so oh, I, go, I fucking so hate I, the map. So I, yeah, so I got like three. I apps. ask him, was this close? Is D well, close? Yeah, it's and then relative. Tr- it's dark. You walk in there, and you're just like trying to figure out where the fuck. And I can't see where shit when I go to a movie. Anyway, I'm always. It's seriously. It takes me that going from light to dark always takes me, I think, longer than a normal person. I, it's like I'm trying to feel around and figure out what's going on, and I'm in there bumping around. And it's like that's exactly what we did. I was like, fuck it. And I du- I ducked underneath. There was like a railing thing there that had. It was up a little higher because it was um, in front of the area where they put the wheelchair people. I guess. And so I just all right, you can get through there. I can see that. I can see. <laughs> so I just ducked underneath there, and then there was two that were up there that were in a pretty. Good, I mean, it was a good location, I guess, as far as seeing the screen and everything. But uh, no, no aisle access. That was very easy unless you ducked under. But yeah. yeah. By the by the way, that's what the uh, the ADA uh, refers to. It's the uh, it's the wheelchair people. That's what they're known as. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you call them, but yeah, that's right. That they actually have little wheelchairs, and and do those ever get used? And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we touch.